What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. If you're ready to unleash your marketing potential and crush your small business goals, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Miranda Rodriguez. Over the past four and a half years, I've helped hundreds of small business owners achieve big dreams with small strategic marketing steps. When I say big dreams, I'm talking quitting that part-time job, five times in your income, or opening your first brick and mortar. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to market your business with laugh out loud personal stories, real life client examples, and the occasional F-bomb. Because let's be honest, Marketing your small business is so much more than just a marketing problem. Grab your earbuds and let me show you how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, Miranda Rodriguez. Thank you so much for being here. We are in part two of our five-part series for navigating small business transitions. In part two today, I will be talking to you about how change can happen faster than you think. So we've all heard the phrases, change takes time. There's no such thing as an overnight success. And while there is truth in these, I think there's truth in learning to respect the process and not rush the process. Everything has a process. Um, I've also been very curious about the toll these phrases take on our mindset when we set out to achieve the impossible. So, so much of the work I do with small business clients is helping them navigate phases of business. When they come to me, they are in the murky middle. Um, As a marketing strategist, I work with small business owners who are in the midst of a transition. So they're scaling back their role within their business, or they're navigating a new annual marketing strategy, trimesters versus quarters, or they're reaching towards the next big goal, a new staff member, or even an additional revenue stream. So as a marketing coach, I have a front row seat to the mindset shifts that have to occur. And this is where I find that people misstep. They forget that there's going to be some unlearning here. There's going to be some mindset shifts that have to occur before these transitions can fully take place. Um, So I get to see what's helpful and what's not for small business owners going through transitions and what thoughts and beliefs move the needle closer to their goals and which ones cause them to take a step back or actually make the process take a little longer. So do you know what's not a helpful phrase when you are working towards achieving something new? Reminding yourself how far you have to go. So like if you're working towards a new goal, is it really helpful for you to say, well, change takes time? I honestly just find that comes up as more of an excuse for people. And I'm going to tell you why. But first, I want to break this down for a minute. So once a week, I run hill sprints. You may have seen it on Instagram. Odin comes with me. He lays in the grass in the shade and watches me sweat my ass off as I do 12 rounds of 30-second sprints down and up the hill. That So in 30 seconds, I can get down and up this little hill twice. Um, so that is the goal. And a 60-second rest. So I do 12 rounds of that in case anyone's interested in trying this little workout. Um, and my goal for this weekly workout is only to maintain a pace that is consistent or better than the sprint immediately before it. So I have 12 rounds. If I mess up one round, I know 
the next round I can get it, right? Or if I'm running a little bit slower in one round, I know that that doesn't determine how my overall workout is going to go because I have 12 rounds to do it. Um, and I, and I know the first rounds, the first few, I'm going to be warming up still a little bit. Um, and then what's so interesting to me is that without fail, every single week, I can tell when I have hit the middle of my workout because this is the moment that I have the urge to call it quits. I will have the urge to check the timer. So I keep my phone in the little, the arm strap. Um, so I'll have the urge to check my workout timer to see how many rounds I have left to go. So I have a Tabata timer on my phone and I set it for, you know, 30 seconds on, 60 seconds rest, 12 rounds. Um, and it, so it counts down for me, right? And without fail, every single time I will be like, oh, I'm feeling slow today. I'm tired. This is probably good enough. Um, all of these excuses will come flooding into my head and then I will have the thought, oh, I must be halfway or approaching halfway, right? And then I push myself to go two more rounds without checking the timer, just to push myself, just to remind myself that I can do it. I do it every week. Every week I hit this point and it feels hard and I want to quit and I want to give up. But two more rounds without checking, it's just a little goal, right? With the focus on only the round in front of me. Then when I finally check, I have about five rounds to go. So if you're tracking, I do 12 rounds total. I check after I'm halfway done. And then I have five left. My my goal is to get to a, like when I check for it to be on one hand. So then I can start the countdown. And rather than, oh my God, there's still five rounds. This sucks. How can there be five more rounds? I'm exhausted. I feel like I've been doing this forever. I just turn up the music, put my phone back in its holster and focus on my next round only down and up twice and even then i take it to like one more more step like more focused and only focus on my next whatever is in front of me whether i'm running down whether i'm running up whether i'm running down whether i'm running up i can by that point in the workout i'm so exhausted i only have the energy and the capacity the bandwidth to focus on the task at hand, what is directly in front of me. And in business, it's this murky middle between where you are now and where you want to be that catches people up because where they want to be feels too far away. It feels too hard. It feels like they're never going to get there. It is impossibly far. How will you ever get there in this lifetime? You're tired. You're overworked. You're underpaid. You're frustrated, resentful, guilty, Maybe you're also proud and excited, but also like, okay, I'm tired and I came this far. How am I going to get the energy for the second half of this sprint or this marathon, right? Um, but what if instead of focusing on the distance between you and the final destination, you focus on the distance between you and your next right step only. Now, let me tell you guys, this is not groundbreaking news, okay? This is not some profound like, oh my gosh, look at this new new thing, new new way of doing things. But I am telling you to remind you that change can happen quicker than you think. We get so caught up in how far we have to go 
that we forget we're getting closer to that goal with every single step we take. So you have the choice. Instead of repeating you repeatedly telling yourself that change takes time and that progress is slow, um, you know, that's just a great way to take the wind out of your sails to motivate yourself. It, it, it motivates you really to do nothing else than to stay where you are, right? Or to quit altogether. So you have this choice to stay here or to courageously, fearfully take one step further past your farthest point. And do you know what takes time? Do you know what actually takes the time here? It's not the change itself. It is your commitment to that change. And by telling yourself that change takes time, that gives you an excuse to not commit sooner or not fully commit, not go all in. Because it's the longer you take to fully commit, the longer it takes for the change to occur. Therefore, proving to yourself that the belief that the change takes time is actually true. What if it's a self-fulfilling prophecy? I'm not saying to disrespect the process. I'm not saying that you can plant, like I've been, uh, you know, I've been guardian gardening like I do every year. And I planted, okay, I started seedlings inside this year. Um, my bell pepper seedling never came up. Neither did my cucumber one. Very weird. So I started them again right before I was ready to put my plants in the ground. The other ones that did sprout, I thought, let me give it another try. They so they they didn't sprout in time, but I just transplanted, you know, the seedlings. Still, I mean, there was no seedling, but like the seed and that little dirt I had started into my garden bed, and I just thought, you know, I usually put my sounds my seeds straight in the ground. We'll just see. Um, and I did this the weekend before Mother's Day, so. Not that long ago, right? Like two weeks ago? Yeah, okay. Two weeks ago. Three weeks ago, maybe. Um, And every day I go out and water, and every day I check, and every day there's not been a sprout. The bell pepper and the cucumber just still haven't grown. Now, uh, it took me a little bit to get my garden fencing up, so I thought maybe uh, an animal dug it up. Odin has run through there a few times. You know, maybe the seeds got moved around. So I had just given up hope on these seeds, even though it's been like two and a half, three weeks. I should give them a little more time. We live in the Midwest, you know. Um, I was just like, well, I guess that was a, a bad batch of seeds. I honestly had completely just discounted the fact I was like thinking okay maybe this weekend I'll go and buy a a bell pepper starter plant from somewhere you know um and then yesterday I had a little more time in the morning to water I wasn't distracted by the dog and I was taking a closer look at the garden and do you know what I found a bell pepper sprout. Oh my God, I was so excited. (laughs) And it was just like, oh, this is amazing. And I had just had this moment of you cannot, you can't rush the process. There is no way to bypass the suck to get to where you want to go. So in the middle of my workout, there's no way for me to get through, to bypass that murky middle, that, that, phase where I want to quit and I'm dying, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm tired, Odin's looking at me weird, like, am I going to pass out? There's no way for me to not get to the end of the workout without going through that part. 
Do you understand? The only way out is through. You have to go through the sucky parts to get to the the change, the rainbow, the end of the workout, the water, the snack on the other side. But what you do in the process is you prolong the suckiness by telling yourself that, well, this is just going to take time. Well, this is just how it goes. This, you know, things like this take time. And listen, things do take time. Everything has its process in life. And you cannot rush that and you, you cannot disrespect that or discount that. However, by using change takes time as an excuse what takes the hit is your commitment to the process. So it's it's not the change that we have a problem with. It's not the time of the change that we have a problem with. It is the commitment to the change and the transition that we have a problem with. And you can fix that. Um, so another quick example of this real world example, uh, <clears throat> and I haven't really, you know, We'll get into, I'm, I'm really focused on the series right now and making the most in a short amount of time for you guys, but I will get into some more like catch up personal details as we go. So um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I had a root canal back in February, right after that root canal, actually the same week we got COVID. Um, and then right after COVID, as soon as I could safely go back to the dentist, I went back to the dentist because the root canal wasn't healing. So it, it was infected for a couple weeks and they have since cleared the infection. But what's happening now, um, a couple months later, is that actually three months later, um, my tooth is still not fully healing. Like I still have sensitivity around the tooth. I've been back to my dentist. I've been back to the endodontist. I've been to an ENT specialist. And then I finally, thankfully, found a naturopathic doctor. Um, she is an ND. And my mom has seen her now for quite a while. And so I thought, let me go to her and let me present what's going on here. And so um, long story short, I am doing a currently doing a gut cleanse at the recommendation of guidance of my doctor. Um, you know, she did say, anyway, it is very restrictive. Okay. So I, it's, and it's only two weeks long that I need to stick to this level of restriction. Um, and the point is to cleanse and reset my whole gut because we believe that I am, uh, have a nutrient deficiency at this point. Like my body is not processing and absorbing, food in the way it should be. All right. And there are a lot of reasons for why we think this. Okay. So I went to the doctor on a Tuesday and I had a feeling I was going to be put on a restricted diet based on what was going on. There were some other issues at play here too. And so she confirmed this, um, with a bunch of other details and reasoning that I'm not going to get into here, but she presented this diet. Um, she sent me an email with instructions and a meal plan and recipe suggestions and all of these things. And so I left there committed, like, okay, I am willing. I even went there, like I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get my health in check at this point. And so, excuse me, um, maybe I'll edit it out. Maybe I won't. You guys know me. Um, <laughs> welcome back. So I was committed to this diet and like before I even went in, I was committed to change to like something has got to give with my health at this point. Like I don't understand what's going on. Um, so she pre presented this solution to me and she said it only takes three weeks for your gut 
microbiome to change over. Three weeks, but you do have to be consistent and diligent with this program for three weeks. So I was committed. And I was committed in a way that I have not been committed to diet, I guess nutrition. I mean, I I tend to eat very healthy in general, but um, this was like tightening up the the ropes, but temporarily. Um, So I had to start, like if you reference the last podcast, um, I had a start time, I had an end time. I knew exactly what I was tracking along the way, like what KPIs I'm looking for as I continue this gut cleanse um, and what things to measure for success. And I will tell you, in seven days, seven days of sticking to it consistently, the first couple of days were so hard because I didn't have the right groceries on hand. So my meal planning and prepping was really limited even more than it already was. Um, but once I was able to get groceries and spend a little bit time, I took it. I take my own advice, you all. I took a step back. I took a breath. I read thoroughly through the plan, which I hadn't done right away. I mapped out the recipes I wanted to make, the groceries I needed to buy, like what I could prep in advance for myself, what I could make where like Rebel and Marshall would still have their food and then I would have a variation of it. Um, So there was some planning that needed to occur, but it wasn't anything intense. And then I just stuck with it. Now it hasn't been flawless this entire time because it is summertime here and I do like tequila. but I have even done that with within moderation, like within the guidelines that they suggest. They do make a little bit of room of flexibility. And then there was one night where I was just like starving and Marshall was having some sort of noodle dish. And so I had some of those, you know, I'm, I am not perfect, y'all. I am human too. Um, but the point is I committed to the change and I committed to seeing the process all the way through And I have seen results so much faster than I ever thought I would. So much faster. One week in. Now, this was a very drastic commitment. It is very restrictive. And I'm doing it in a very healthy, like, my mind feels good. My body feels good. I know this is temporary. This is not a sustainable way of eating and living and not how I want to either because I really enjoy food, you know. So, um, and she did caution caution me. Like if you ever feel like this is triggering for you or um, feeling like it's bringing up a past eating disorder or anything along those lines, like let me know and we'll put a stop to this or we'll find something else. Um, so, So the point is though that when you commit, when you go all in, then the change can occur. But the change takes time when you are deciding whether or not you can, com- you want to commit. So it's not the change itself that feels long and slow and arduous. Sometimes maybe, yes, but I think in general, it's the decision-making process leading up to the change, you deciding whether or not you want to fully commit to this way of doing things. And that is why, my friends, timelines and boundaries, timeframes and boundaries are so helpful. If you can say, all right, I'm going to commit to this for this amount of time, for the next 30 days. I just had to commit to 15 days to reset my gut. And maybe I'll never have to do it again, right? So think about that. These short 
bursts of energy, just like when you run a, run a sprint, the short bursts of energy with your marketing and your, your business growth and your life in general can be so helpful if you are willing to commit to the change, put down the distractions, and for that time frame, only focus on the change at hand. So again, one step at a time gets you closer to the goals, but full change, the transition you are seeking, cannot fully happen without 100% commitment and buy-in the entire time. You may have a misstep here. You may feel, you know, skip a little something here, but I want like 95% buy-in for that time frame. Okay. So allow yourself a little grace, a little flexibility. You are human after all, but change cannot happen without commitment. And it's the commitment that is taking so long. All right, friends, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. If you like what you hear today, share it with your business bestie or tag me on Instagram and let me know what you loved about this episode. I'll be back with you next week. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to another episode. If you loved what you heard today, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your community on Instagram. Be sure to tag me at Marketing Uninhibited so I can share you with my community. And don't forget that you can achieve your big business dreams with small marketing steps. Talk to you next week.